Hey, Sox fans, it was a nail-biter, but the White Sox beat Seattle in the home opener. How was your game day experience and want to get you ready for game two of the series with Seattle? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB, uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, wow, what a game. Uh, what a home opener. I want to talk about Wednesday's matchup, though. Uh, with Seattle, going to discuss my home opener experience. Uh, but let's first talk about this big uh, Tuesday win as we break down the numbers. Uh, State of the Sox, the Sox are three and one. Uh, my voice is hoarse, uh, which is going to happen quite a bit this season as I record. Uh, it was a great game, tense down to the last out. Uh, Sox over Seattle, uh, three to two. Uh, the Sox are two games over 500. Uh, that did not happen last season until the 20th game. Uh, 36,000 plus in attendance. Uh, saw Liam Hendricks get that final out. Uh, was surprised that the uh, we're not maybe around 39,000, 40,000, but we'll talk a little bit uh, more on that uh, when I discuss my home opener experience. Uh, let's break down the game, shall we? Vince Velasquez, uh, he was your starter for the White Sox. He went four innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, two strikeouts, three walks, uh, 62 pitches were thrown. Uh, he really could have gone longer. Um, he, uh, you know, this start is not going to be remembered as a particularly sharp or amazing outing for Velasquez, but he was effective. Uh, he had some problems with his breaking stuff, could not really get that over. And, you know, he had the three walks there, but he did get out of some jams when he needed it. And like I said, he only threw 62 pitches. So, you know, I think he could have, I think he could have gone out for a fifth, but it had to have been uh, some sort of program, you know, a plan that Tony LaRusa and the organization wanted and it was achieved by Velasquez, and then they went to the bullpen. Uh, Sousa, Lopez, Bummer, Graveman, uh, before finally getting to Hendricks. All was good with Sousa, Lopez, Bummer, and Graveman, but Hendricks, uh, once again, having some problems. Uh, heart attack Hendricks. Uh, he was in for an inning, gave up three hits, one earned run, uh, but had three strikeouts. So there's the, uh, the heart attack Hendricks for you. He struggled. Uh, Hendricks could not establish his slider or curveball. 
Um, and it just seemed like the Mariners were just waiting for that fastball. Uh, and they did enough uh, with those, you know, especially with, you know, the, the lack of command. They did enough to to make things very uneasy for Sox fans. It was not pretty, uh, but Hendricks was ultimately, uh, you know, effective and he got the job done. Uh, some outstanding defense in the game uh, from Robert. Uh, Jimenez, yes, that's right, Jimenez in left field, and even Anderson. I mean, they weren't uh, extremely uh, difficult plays, but some of the 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 ground balls that Anderson had a field, uh, they were coming at him pretty fast, and his footwork has definitely improved over the years. And whether he was uh, making a throw to second or or making a throw, obviously to first to Abreu, um, he had he was tested at shortstop, but it was really the plays by Jimenez up against the wall and then Robert uh, closing the gap and making a, a, a wall, uh, making a catch. He crashed into the wall out in center field. Uh, both were fine. Thank goodness. Uh, it was really Robert was on display uh, in this home opener. And, you know, here's a guy that a lot of people uh, are excited for this season. He is up there in MVP conversations uh, a guy that I've mentioned, and I'm sure you have with, with other Sox fans in your life, a, a guy that you cannot wait to get to the ballpark to watch. And um, sure enough, you, we talked about his defense. He made some plays out in center. Uh, he showed off his power. Uh, he he hit a laser beam home run. I and mean, he was one for three in the game, but he had two extremely hard hit balls. Uh, he hit a laser beam out in left center and this came after an at bat uh where he lined out to Crawford at shortstop and I you know I have not been able to find the exit velocity it's I'm sure out there but I, it was one of the hardest hit balls I have seen uh, at a game and Crawford he didn't even Crawford didn't have to move and if he would have had to move there's no way he was getting that uh, that line drive so you know Robert comes up and it's the same pitcher on the mound for the Mariners and Robert just absolutely smothered uh, that ball uh, explosive power. And, and then Robert shows off his speed in the eighth. He gets on steals two bases, steals second base and steals third. Um, and he really puts himself in a, just an outstanding spot to score on a ground ball that was hit by Jimenez to short. That wasn't fielded cleanly. Uh, and that was a big, that ended up being a huge insurance run. Uh, the Sox do not get that insurance run in the eighth if Robert does not steal those bases. Uh, so you saw the power, you saw the speed, and you saw the defense uh, from Robert today. And, you know, this is a bit of a theme here for this White Sox team early on. Uh, they're taking advantage. They're using their speed. They're they're stealing bases. They're getting an extra base, whether it be the base running or just flat out stealing um, to put themselves in opportunities to scrape a couple of runs across the home plate. And, and today in this home opener is one of those games where we weren't out slugging. We weren't thumping the Mariners. We just did enough to win the game. Uh, Reese McGuire was behind the plate. He had two hits. Uh, Vaughn was not in the lineup. Uh, assuming that was because there was a right-hand pitcher on the hill. 
disappointing not to see Vaughn in the lineup. But speaking of that Seattle right-hand pitcher, Matt Brash was very good for the Mariners. He was making his MLB debut. He gave you five and a third innings pitched, six strikeouts, a walk, two earned runs. Uh, he threw 85 pitches. Uh, you know, in years past, uh, when the Sox have seen a pitcher that they've never seen before, uh, they usually make that pitcher look like a Cy Young candidate. Uh, Brash pitched well, you know, but the Sox were swinging the bat and they put the ball in play, uh, forced the Mariners to make some mistakes. Sox had three runs and six hits, zero errors. Uh, Angle was used late in the game for a defensive substitution for Sheets, who was playing in right, uh, as was Garcia. He was a defensive substitution for Aloy in left late in the game. It was nice to see that being used. Mendick came in late to play second base while Garcia went out to left field. Uh, boy, it was absolutely tense at times, but the Sox did enough uh, to get that win as they now sit three uh, in one. Uh, did you make it out to the game? Uh, maybe you saw some of the similar things that I experienced. Uh, we'll talk more on that uh, in a moment. You know, this is the time of year when most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions, uh, but not me. I'm sticking to my resolution of eating right thanks to Built Bar. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com. You'll be blown away. High-protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Lockdown MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, folks, the home opener is is such a special time. Uh, you know, I was walking uh, my dog by the stadium early this morning. I'm just a couple blocks away. And there were cars lined up already at 830 in the morning to get into lot B to start uh, tailgating. What an absolutely gorgeous day. Um, I, you know, I have sat through games uh, in 30 degree temps there were flurries there was a rain snow mix um uh, you know there again I've, I've sat through you know multiple rain delays i've sat uh, in the stadium for hours and then it finally getting canceled uh it's been a long time since we have since we've had a a day like this with temps in the 60s 
Um, I, w- I was wearing shorts. I wore shorts to the game, shorts to the home opener. I I'd never in my wildest dreams thought that was going to happen. Um, maybe, you know, maybe because it, of course, it's a later home opener. It was supposed to originally be March 31st. And here we are, a home opener, April 12th. Um, I had some folks some family and friends uh, come on over to my place. Uh, you know, we did some food and snacks and drinks and threw some bags and just a, a, a beautiful day to be outdoors. Uh, then started making the walk over uh, around two o'clock. Again, it was a 310 uh, first pitch, made the walk over. And it's a fun walk. Uh, you're walking down 30, uh, 35th Street East and, you know, lots were absolutely packed, all lots. Uh, people having a great time. Um, got into the stadium without an issue. Um, got, you know, my pennant, uh, first 20,000, got their uh, AL uh, 2021 uh, AL Central Division Champs pennant. Um, had to get the tickets scanned in again. If, if you've been to games uh, lately, especially last year, if you're sitting in the 100 level, uh, you you get in, you scan, you know, get your tickets scanned, and then you walk up the stairs or the escalator and you you go into uh, it's around section one of I was going into gate five. So that's one section, uh, section 146, 147. Well, you have to get your tickets scanned once again to enter the 100 level. And that has been a problem uh, last year, especially, uh, you know, the lines were extremely long. You just sat through one line to get in and now there's another line right away. It wasn't too much of a problem uh, for me, but I could I could sense that I, I folks waited a little bit closer to the 310 first pitch. I bet you it was a there was a log jam. I bet you it was a lot. Uh, it was a big issue. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that uh, in a second. Um, uh, we were in our seats, though, uh, just in time to see Harold Baines throw out the first pitch to Bo Jackson. Uh, if you were following some of the Harold Baines news. Uh, recently, uh, White Sox uh, put out a video and kind of explained some of the health problems and scares that Harold Baines has had over the last uh, year or so. And uh, just an amazing story. It was great to see him on hand uh, throwing out the first pitch to, to Bo Jackson. Uh, actually, before I got into the seats, I did a lap around the park just to kind of you know, scope things out, uh, kind of get an idea of where some of the new food items are that we discussed. And uh, the goose is definitely gone in right field, but the red line rail car bar is still there. Um, not a lot of changes, you know, except for, you know, maybe some signage and, uh, you know, word, you know, logos and things change here and there. The, the big thing, though, that I noticed and, um, you know, if you've been to the park uh, and you, you've seen out in center field, you can't miss it. The, the large wrought iron, the black light structures, uh, they have banners on them. And there, there are four towers out there in the outfield. And they had, you know, a World Series banner. They had a banner for uh, AL championships and division titles. And then I think there was just also just a, a White Sox banner. Well, those banners are gone. Uh, all of the recognition of division championships, World Series, and AL pennants, those banners have been removed. And instead, uh, those pennants, those division titles in the World Series uh, titles, they are now painted on brick pillars out in left field. Um, 
kind of odd. The placement is very strange. You, they are not in a prominent spot at all. Uh, you wouldn't even really uh, notice them uh, if you weren't if you weren't looking. I, I'm hoping that's just temporary. I hope that they put uh, the World Series titles, the division titles, the AL pennants. I hope they recognize that in a more prominent way. Maybe they're still waiting to get those new banners made, but it was something that I. I noticed uh, kind of tough to see the box score on the large scoreboard out in center field due to the fan deck uh, for my seats. Um, it, the box score is at the bottom of the jumbotron. It was a little difficult to see the score, just kind of semantics there. Uh, other than that, the ballpark uh, looked great. Long lines for concessions and bathrooms, of course, uh, but you know, not sure how that's going to be figured out. It's really the price you pay uh, for having a good team. Uh, I think it's also an issue of opening day, and I feel like Saturdays, uh, Fridays, Saturdays, especially during the summer, are going to be like that uh, as well. Hey, let's take a look at Wednesday's matchup with the Mariners and what the weather is looking like that. Going to get to it in just a moment. So Dallas Keuchel is facing off against Robbie Ray in game two of this Sox Mariners series. couple lefties uh, going at it. Wednesday forecast looks rough. Uh, thunderstorms most of the day. Temps, however, in the high 60s. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm not feeling good about this game getting in on time. That's for sure. Uh, this will be Dallas Keuchel's first start of the regular season here in 2022 here are his 2021 numbers he was nine and nine started 30 games through 162 innings and had a 528 uh, era a lot of folks that i have talked to over the off season a lot of fans both friends family uh, there's a majority of folks that are thinking Dallas Keuchel is going to have a bounce back year. Uh, I, I was not impressed with his spring training numbers. And uh, he, of course, was left off the ALDS roster. He had a rough year last year. He's admitted it. He's spoken up about it. Um, you know, I hey, that's great. It's great to recognize it. Uh, but he's got to make some changes on the Hill. And, and it, all eyes will be on him, whether, you know, the game does get in. Uh, tonight, Wednesday night, or, or whenever his first start is what fans will be watching. Uh, Velasquez was serviceable, nothing too flashy, but serviceable. Keuchel just needs to be serviceable, and then we'll let the bullpen uh, do their thing. Uh, on the other hand, Robbie Ray is you know pitching for the Mariners on Wednesday night. Ray won the AL Cy Young Award for the Blue Jays last season, uh, signed with the Mariners in the offseason. He's a left-handed pitcher that the White Sox could have definitely afforded, uh, but it was not meant to be. Um, I, I, I think that could be a separate podcast. Uh, the White Sox and their inability to spend money on premium pitching. Um, anyway, uh, Ray went seven innings and got the win in his first outing of this season. He gave up uh, only one run and three hits. Uh, Ray was 13 and seven with a 2.84 ERA for the Blue Jays last season. Uh, Robbie Ray faced the White Sox twice last year. Uh, he went 11 and a third innings, gave up two earned runs. He's tough. 
he is a tough pitcher. Uh, obviously, won the AL Cy Young for a reason. Uh, so it's going to be a challenge for the White Sox. Uh, we'll see if the game gets in, uh, and and we'll see if the offense can figure things out against Robbie Ray. Uh, looking forward to uh, you know to seeing more White Sox baseball. I, I'm hoping to be at the ballpark on uh, on Thursday, and I'm looking forward to getting out to the ballpark. Uh, on Saturday, Saturday is going to be your first bobblehead giveaway. Um, Liam Hendricks in that south side gear. It's really, it's a shame that he's been pitching the way he has been. Uh, but I think he's going to bounce back. You know, I think, you know, it, he's getting the job done. Uh, he obviously didn't do it opening day. And today was a little rough. Um, I, he's going to, he's going to figure it out. He's too good of a reliever. Uh, for anybody to be giving up on him. Nobody should be giving up and abandoning uh, the Liam Hendricks ship. Uh, not at all. Uh, I, I've got all the faith in the world in him. Uh, it's been nice to see our offense kind of, you know, doing what they need to do to get some wins. You know, traditionally, after a day off, uh, the White Sox are flat. Sometimes you'll you'll see a White Sox team get skunked or maybe score one run. Now, granted, they they scored three here in this home opener, uh, but they also only held the Mariners uh, to two. And it was really only one up until the ninth. So Sox sitting at three and one. Hopefully this uh, this next game uh, gets in. Uh, really appreciate you listening. Uh, you can find the podcast everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, we'll break down game two between the Sox and the Mariners. Uh, I am Nick Morawski. Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox a priority. Uh, until next time, go Sox.